Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Boyvon and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1580 and today we are talking about connecting the original trilogy era to Star Wars Resistance, or at least how the makers of Star Wars Resistance are connecting the show to the OT. And all of this happens in one room, one small room as it turns out, in the room of Tora Doza, who is the daughter of Captain Doza, who runs the Colossus refueling station in the show Star Wars Resistance. Now yesterday we talked about prequel era connections, today OT connections, and we'll talk about sequel era stuff on tomorrow's episode, but... I think this one is probably the most remarkable for a couple of reasons, which of course we will get to. But as far as items that are in Tora's room that tie into the original trilogy, of course one of the things that we immediately see is a stuffed Ewok doll. Now, you know, this of course begs the question, how well known are Ewoks throughout the galaxy? I mean, I guess some people are deciding to merchandise the Ewoks. It's a rather ironic statement, I guess, in a way for a stuffed Ewok to be in Star Wars experience. It's a really deep, deep wink and a nod. I was trying to say deep and wink at the same time. A real deep wink and a nod to the whole Star Wars Ewok merchandising situation that was you know all the rage back in 1983 is lucas really selling out by making ewoks just because he's trying to make it all commercial and whatnot anyway so i mean that's the main reason i can think of why the makers of star wars resistance would put an ewok stuffed animal in there i mean it could be anything else anything else but you know that's definitely got to be an in joke for us there's also a t-16 skyhopper model and that of course is the ship that luke is going flying around when he's letting C-3PO clean himself and letting R2-D2 hang out and going, I'm never going to get off this rock, you know, and freaking out because his uncle and aunt are just, you know, harsh and as mellow and all that stuff. But anyway, you know, that's, you know, that's good fun. That's a nice little you know, tie back in, obviously, to A New Hope. But the two particularly remarkable things are, well, let's start with one. There is There are a couple of action figures in there. One of them is a Stormtrooper, and we'll talk about that one tomorrow because it looks like a First Order Stormtrooper. But the other doll action figure that's there is of Boosh. And for those of you who need the refresher, Boosh is the bounty hunter that was impersonated by Princess Leia Organa in Return of the Jedi when she infiltrated Jabba's palace to try to free Han Solo. Now, how in the world does she have a Boosh action figure? What does this mean about the legend of Leia Organa? Like, are there being tales told throughout the galaxy about the fact that Leia infiltrated Jabba's palace as part of of the you know like the retrieval of han solo so that they could bring him to the fight against the empire in the battle of endor i mean sort of ties in with the ewok doll being in there thematically in a way i guess because they're both from return of the jedi but boosh the actual boosh the male bounty hunter who was inside that uniform before leia organa stunned him on ord mandel and took his signature armor and that of course was in a forces of destiny episode where that happened um he was you know a well-known formidable bounty hunter but you know why are they making action figures or dolls of him it seems like that doesn't make sense to me at all it seems like the you know person who would actually be made into some kind of 
giant dollar action figure. It looks giant because it looks like it's a larger size than an action figure size, you know, like not a three and three quarter inch figure in the display cabinet that Tora has in her room. Why are they making in universe a Boosh doll? I gotta tell you, I think that it's a it's a Leia as Boosh doll, and I can't wait for somebody to knock that off her shelf and for the helmet to come falling off the thing. And the other remarkable thing in the room was that there is a poster of a starbird, and it's a stylized graffiti-like manner in which it's painted. And according to StarWars.com, this is actually art by Sabine Wren. So there is a poster of Sabine Wren's art in Torodoza's room. Sabine, of course, the last time we saw her was 30 years prior to the time when we see Tora's room with her poster inside of it. So what on earth has happened with Sabine and her reputation that 30 years later, her artwork is being turned into posters for mass consumption? I mean, there are already mysteries enough around Sabine's character, considering the way Star Wars Rebels ended with her and Ahsoka deciding that now that the war is over, it's time to go off in search of Ezra. But, I mean... What happened? <laughs> we're already, you know, we're already befuddled and bewitched and bothered and bewildered about what Sabine's and Ahsoka's fates are, as well as Azra's fates, after the end of Rebels. But now, to have the artwork there and on a poster, I mean, you know, let's talk about the possibility that if your art is being sold regularly on posters... Are you still a living artist? Is that possible? Or is it more likely that you are a passed on artist? And it's only after your passing, after your death, that your art becomes more famous and it spreads out even more across the galaxy. Personally, I'm of the opinion that Sabine is probably still alive and kicking somewhere around the galaxy at this point. Even though she would have to be, well, actually, she wouldn't be that old. She would be, what, in her 40s? Maybe, you know, early 50s at the absolute if she was about Ezra's age in Star Wars Rebels, trying to do the math on this and figure this out. And it's 30 years plus another four because all the time we saw her in Rebels, at least for the most part, it was before the events of A New Hope. So 34 years, so that puts her yeah, pushing 50, but, you know, life expectancy is pretty good in the galaxy far far away that is unless you're a mandalorian and you're finding yourself in firefights on a regular basis but my inclination is to think that she is probably still alive at this point and so what on earth has she been doing for the last 30 years whatever it is apparently artwork is a significant chunk of it or at least it's, you know, part of her reputation that continues onward. She isn't just somebody who is a random graffiti artist messing with the Imperials. It's actually become something of a signature statement for her and calling card to some degree. And I'd love to hear what you think Sabine is doing at that time, 34ABY, and how her art happens to end up in Torodoza's room. So drop me a line wherever you happen to be catching this episode. And that is going to do it for this episode. So thank you so much for joining me for it, of course, wherever you happen to be joining me for it. Hope you're subscribing to the show wherever you're joining me for it as well. If you're not, please do. And I hope you'll consider supporting the endeavor to bring Star Wars news to you, a daily dose of Star Wars joy to you on a daily basis. Daily dose, you know, you, know, you get it. At patreon.com slash SW7X7. For now, though, it just remains for me to say, may the force be with you 
wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. You've always had what it takes to make it happen, and we know the right tools can make it easier. At Strayer University, we're always thinking about new ways to set you up for success. That's why we give you a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program, so you can start off on the right foot and keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef.